0: Welcome to Everything Trying to Kill You, the comedy podcast that analyzes horror movies. And today we're talking about Julia Ducournau's movie, Raw.
1: Hello, I'm Mary.
0: I'm Mary Kay. I'm Megan.
2: And I'm Terrence.
0: Terrence, tell us about yourself. And plug all your cool shit
2: I am a guy, for <laughs> <one>. and, <laughs> and I am happy to be here. I'm a uh, photographer and videographer based in Atlanta. Um, I do a lot of concert photography, wedding photography. Pretty much anybody on your playlist, I've probably photographed at one point in time. And I also do digital communications at Georgia Tech. I do, like, I collect, spend Spend and collect a lot of money on um, vinyl records and movie posters and video games. And that is me in a nutshell. Sounds swell.
0: We're going to link to your page and stuff on our page. Because you have to plug all of our shit, too. So, so
1: The song from Chicago, When You're Good to Mama. Remember the movie when Queen Latifah with the, the scarf
0: and the... <laughs> It's reciprocity. We're not just being nice. Uh-huh. Don't worry. Exactly. That'll never happen. Da, 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 da. Excellent. Yeah, when she has that gold gown with the fringe and she has a boa, she's my favorite. That whole movie is my favorite. I think we have my new karaoke song, actually. That's what I'm going <laughs> to Yeah. Oh, okay, so we have like a real icebreaker. Which okay, so if you haven't seen Raw, stop listening now and go watch it. It's like an hour and a half long, and it's on Netflix regular. It's disturbing. We'll talk about it, but it deals with um, cannibalism. And for our icebreaker, I'm sure everyone is familiar with the game Fuck, marry, kill from college, which is when you get three people, or in our case, characters from Parks and Recreation. Yay! That you have to <laughs> assign. You would you have to pick one one adjective for each excuse me, one verb for each. Um, You either fuck them, marry them, or kill them, except for instead of fuck, marry, kill, we're doing fuck, marry, or eat. Love it. Yes, and we did it round robin style. We rolled a digital die beforehand. Yeah, we're rolling initiative. Roll for initiative. Yeah, Megan, take it away.
3: (laughs) And I get to ask first. All right, lovely guest Terrence, you're in the hot seat. Fuck, marry, or eat. Ron, Anne, and April. (laughs) Good old faithfuls.
2: Um, I would marry April. Was um a very yeah. really mean girl, right? She wasn't mean.
3: She was misunderstood and grumpy. God,
2: I'm misunderstood and grumpy a lot, so I would definitely marry her. <laughs> um, and it's very hard toss up between Ron and Anne to fuck or or to eat. Um, because I feel like Ron would definitely not. <laughs>
3: you're right but
2: he also eats a lot of meat so that would be like a very i think i'm gonna go with eating ron <laughs> I, <love> steak. <laughs> and I probably want to need any why do
1: we keep comparing men to steaks though for real like why do all the men on this podcast end up just being a steak
3: because we're sexist pigs. actually it really works well
0: there's the title <laughs> of our episode <laughs> Men equals steak.
3: I
2: would save his mustache. All
0: right.
3: You
1: don't even need to put it above the mantle. That's, like, it can be the mantle. It's that glorious.
3: <laughs>
2: fuck Mary Gary.
1: My body is ready. Don Ralphio
2: or Gary.
1: You fuck Leslie because she's a determined woman. She says <laughs> You know you're not leaving there dissatisfied. <laughs> you marry Jerry Gary because apparently he's an excellent husband. Christy Brinkley told me so and that's all I need. And you eat John Ralphio because maybe
0: some of the residual mm. drugs in his you system. Took no you took no time
3: to come up with those answers.
0: No time. Oh, I'm impressed. She was ready. I'm a woman with a
1: decisive nature. That's, that's what That's all. I it like is. it.
3: All right, Mary, time to get weird. All right. <clears throat> Mary Kay.
0: Yes,
1: I'm ready. Fuck, marry, or eat. Mona Lisa. Joan Calamezzo. And Jessica Wick-Sweetham. oh god
0: (laughs) um i would eat joan because uh what's the point of her (gasps) and uh but i like her as a character i just don't really want to be around her at all i would i would probably fuck jessica wick's beauty queen because she's a beauty queen and i just kind of feel like she'd be a pillow princess and then I would marry Mona Lisa because she's hilarious and I think that we like we would have a very good companionate relationship. And those are my decisions. I can dig it. Yeah.
1: I feel like everyone but me so far has made terrible decisions, but sure, sure. <laughs> oh, <God>.
0: okay. <laughs> okay. This is Mary Kay asking Megan now.
3: I'm, I'm Megan. I'm...
0: Fuck Mary or eat. John Ralphio Saperstein, Mona Lisa Saperstein, or Dr. Saperstein. We're going to keep it in the It was family. the look on your
1: face and as go, soon as you said Mona Lisa. Also, because you didn't flinch when I said it.
3: I knew Once it. Once you realized
1: where I was going, and you were like, no, it's not the same thing. As soon as you said Mona Lisa, I was like, God damn it, she's going to do
3: them all.
0: <laughs> because we're doing all three taboos today, right? We need, what are they? Cannibalism, incest, and what's the third one? Murder. We're getting there, too
3: well, let's just re the doctor, because I really don't want anything to do with him, otherwise he bothers the ever-living shit out of me. And if we look at his name and those ties to Rosemary's baby, note to self, if you haven't listened to that episode, go do it. Yeah, we don't want to be involved in that. Kind of like, Make a love triangle out of brother and sister here, aren't you? I feel like that can't be the first time it's happened. <laughs> I thought you were going to say to me, and I was like, "Damn, Mary."
0: <laughs> I mean, don't be suspicious.
3: I wasn't going to call you out on your own podcast, but since you just did, I mean, all right, fucking <laughs> sister, Mary and brother, just make the first. What my heart said. We won't overthink it. I think she's she's too needy. I'm ma- mind blown. That both Mary Kay and Terrence had the option
1: to marry two of the richest characters in the Parks and Rec world and did not. That's,
2: uh, that's tough. Yeah. Marriage
1: to Ron Swanson and his bars of gold and his, <laughs> and his ability to fix everything in your house.
2: Wouldn't I be able to find his gold after I ate him?
1: Um, well, you know, he said, you know, the person or beast who kills me will be able to understand the symbols on the paper with the directions to his gold. So, if you killed him, then presumably yes, you could find his treasure.
0: So, raw. Oh my gosh! Let's start. Let's just dip a toe in and start off talking about like the cinematography of it. Can we do that? Can we? Eat Is my again?
3: toe gonna get eaten if I, I dip it? I was gonna just go 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 no. no.
0: save? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> did you guys notice like the weird? colors at the paint party where she like wakes up with that rash well
1: they come him in there and said don't come out till you're green
3: right
0: yeah and then she takes that bite out of his lip no. and then he bleeds all down the front of it and it turns brown i thought yep. that was really cool the whole
3: situation turns to shit brown shit
0: yeah i noticed a couple of like stylistic things like that that were really cool about this movie um like her cocktail dress gets a little bit sluttier every time we see her in it. Did you guys notice that? Like first of all she doesn't have it. Yep. And then she borrows it from her sister and wears like a long sleeve shirt underneath it with tights. And then it's like just the dress mm-hmm. with the belt. And then she wears it with like those ripped up pantyhose at the party when she's sitting on yeah. the counter with like one leg going in each diagonal. Yeah. Also, yeah.
1: that's the cover of my album. No one can have it now.
3: Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, yeah, so there was definitely, like, the evolution of her cocktail dress, but there was also an evolution of her in the cocktail dress. You yeah. know, when she first put it on for her sister, she baby giraffed down the hall and couldn't even walk down the stairs in them. And then by the end, like you said, she was, like, spread eagle on a mm-hmm. counter. Look at her lips. She got real comfortable. Baby oh, giraffe. That. This time that's went by. <laughs> so, is it wrong, though? No, it's also, right. Is it wrong? the
1: idea of that... Like downright demure, because the dress doesn't like change shape. It's still mm-hmm. really not no. a slutty dress. No, it like no. This very demure, high necked, a tasteful color. Like
0: it's a fit and flare.
1: That's her freakum dress. Oh lord.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: it is when you eat people in it.
1: Well, I. Yeah, yeah, like you're yeah. You're there, that's. <laughs> I... <laughs> yep. It's kind of like how, like, anything's a bikini body if you put a bikini on it. Anything's a freakum dress if you eat people in it. <laughs> I,
3: mean. I was just going to say, because we were, like, talking about kind of, like, the different lightings and the different colors... And that really set the mood. Mm-hmm. But what I also really appreciated about this film is that it didn't feel too over the top. And I think that a lot of like cannibalistic or zombie, even though they're not related, exactly, just like the eating of people kind of mm-hmm. thing, can often go mm-hmm. over the top and feel really cheesy and campy. And I think she was successful in choosing to use practical effects and sound yeah. over CGI.
1: I, uh, I noted that... So, so you're talking about the sound here. I'm, I am a, a sound person myself. Yeah. And my parents made notes about sound at this point. I mentioned to Megan before we were recording that this, this is, this is not my particular taste in horror movies. So I kind of sat down and was like, I'm going to watch it. Ah. <laughs> like buckle myself in. What incredible
0: resolve. Yes, that's John strong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so in this scene, I, I had the moment of like, I get it. I'm supposed to sit here and watch her eat a finger for several minutes. That's what's hard about it. Also, no, I don't want to. And, like, went and made myself a snack.
2: Was it finger food?
1: <laughs> was it a finger?
0: Was it chicken wings?
1: <laughs> For once in my life, it was not a chicken wing. But it looks,
0: when she's eating that finger, I was like, it looks like she's eating a chicken wing. And even being like, oh, no, not the lemon pepper. Lemon
2: pepper not is the best the lemon? chicken Falls wing into flavor. Oh, oh, I
0: see. I was going to say. No, oh, when okay. she doesn't want to waste okay. the sauce, oh, no, dude. No, no, no. Okay, but it's... What kind of monster do you think I am that would order any other kind of wings besides... Lemon pepper. What I'm saying is the, the the
1: listeners won't know that either because they couldn't see the your dramatic leap to catch.
3: Yes. Licking of yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah. Excuse we me. We needed to clarify. Uh, our listeners deserve I'm the best. Just, uh, uh, but, <laughs> but as I'm making, so
1: first of all, the fact that I could make a snack while this was happening tells you plenty of things about me. But also the fact that even when I was not actively looking at the screen, I was like, God, girl, shut up. With the... <laughs> If I don't eat that way No one has to eat that way If anyone has ever seen me Eat a chicken wing And I don't sound like that Then no one needs to
3: sound like that
2: I was paying more attention to the music Yeah thing. I
3: agree with Terrence I was definitely more tuned in to the music in that scene Than the actual smacking noise
2: It kept drawing me in Like making me Even though I was like covering my face While it was happening that music kept drawing. Music.
1: Yeah. Well, and there was a sh- there's a shift there yeah. musically, right? Yes. Yeah. That up until that moment, music has been much more inactive, mm-hmm. it's been something and in the, the background. Mm-hmm. And then there's this this crescendo, there's this suddenly music is storytelling in a much more proactive way. And it's like her transformation.
0: Yeah, because it happens, yeah. like, it's totally quiet. Like, you were noticing, or I th- almost totally quiet, at least, while she's eating and being like, can I do this? Like, can I just, like, not really do it, but do it a little? And then she, like, goes in, and then there's this moment where she, like, pulls it away mm-hmm. and looks at it and then realizes what she's doing, and that's when the music crescendos. Is like, she, not only has she become that, but she's realized what she is, and yeah. then she does it some more. Like, it, it's, I thought it was the, gorgeous. The, the, that the
1: self-actualization is the important moment right that the the, doing it experimenting in the first place is not is not the 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 evil or the
3: transformation it's the end the choice that it's not an experiment Mm -hmm. anymore the choice that it's ongoing Mm -hmm. well I think it also kind of affected us as viewers because if you kind of go back and listen to it now once it does that crescendo like you said before like the beat was kind of like ambient it was kind of kind of flowy up and downy those are real scientific terms. Well, we
1: spend a lot of time at a, at a rave with actual like trance. But then like, repetitive. this music
3: kind of crescendos yeah. and it goes in and it gets really rhythmic. And at least to me, it sounded like it mimicked a nervous heartbeat because it started getting pulse. Mm-hmm. like her pulse was quickening yes. and the music crescendoed. And then her sister looks at it and is like, duh, 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 duh. she's just like, fuck. But it seemed to really mimic internally what was going oh, on. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: yeah, I've done that in sound yeah. design before. The very long, very slow crossfade between the beat and the heartbeat. Yeah.
2: It's interesting because the shirt she's wearing is kind of like a green tealish shirt. And then that blood... Like the Color contrast there again. Is, is get the brown. Is, um, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that at first. And then the room itself is kind of like an orange-yellowish hue mm-hmm. to it. Which is an interesting yeah. thing. I'm
3: going to break out my book on color theory for us. Well, and also in that moment, too, like the
1: dog is so often visible yeah. being either you're trying to like like licking and like paying attention to mm-hmm. to alex or just straight chilling like i mean ems will be here soon i'm sure while she is eating a finger and this like the, the well it's it's common for a dog yeah it's common for an animal my dog has been sniffing my boobs and looking at them in a very
3: concerned way all week <laughs> can we explain why because right now people think you just have dirty pictures.
0: i can also cut this if you want me to
3: no i, I mean I, it's, it's <laughs> not a secret if you look at pictures of me
1: two weeks ago and pictures of me now you're gonna be like ah um so i had a breast reduction and so all of this like you have a wound i have wound exactly that's that's what they are so i was nervous that i'd come home I have a 65 pound pit and he's maybe not got great boundaries in terms of do you want to be jumped on or stood on no i can't tell And I was nervous (laughs) coming home. And he has been so gentle and careful. Last night was the first time he has accidentally even like jostled me. And he keeps like sniffing my chest very carefully. And the first few days, especially, he kept like trying to lick me very gently. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing. I hate it so much. Please never do it again.
3: He's concerned. You're a
1: poor, pitiful, wounded. It's pretty animal. awesome
2: that they that he can. Uh, right. Well, he also
1: keeps um, licking these sacks of boob juice that come out of my body. Oh my so
0: God. <laughs> we're calling them rose. Okay, so we've rebranded. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. my,
3: it's your my rose, rose to go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. He's
2: he's trying to find the source of the rose. It makes sense now.
3: <laughs> this is incredible.
1: It's like, it's like he's trying to find the Aztec gold, but it's the Today Rosé.
0: Today Rosé. <laughs> Speaking of body horror. That <laughs> rash on her
3: body. That was kind of the grossest part to me. Maybe yeah. that says a lot about me as a person. We'll psychologically analyze that later. But oh, like nope, eating a nope, finger agree. was cool. That rash. And I Agreed. think it's something about there's something that's scary about how mundane our body is. And, like, that was the first time that she was confronted kind of with her own mortality is that she was, I don't know, messing around, experimenting, living her life. And all of a sudden she was like, shit, this has real effects on my real life body. They had to peel off that oozy, woozy, scratchy. Grody ass scabs all over her body, and that's the only part in this movie that I really like. Cringed. And I was
2: like, Ugh. I was actually okay with that because in my notes, I've actually felt like <clears throat> I've lived through that—not the appealing part, but I've definitely I mean, woken same. up in the middle. Not of the to night, that extent. Um, Me too. The night, it's, it's the, and they're I bleeding because I've scratched them so I, hard.
0: Yep. Uh, yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I had no idea what was going on. Like it was a regular. Regular day for me, taking pictures. I went to go see Ant-Man in the movies. I had Red Lobster. It's a perfect day. Went to sleep, woke up, hives everywhere. First I thought, (laughs) were there ants? It was (laughs) a 4D film. Man, did I get ant bites? And then I was trying to figure out what exactly did I eat. Yeah, one of the first 4D films I ever went to. Um, Then I was trying to figure out what I ate to cause all that and then like like you just mentioned the mortality thing yeah. like I'm, I'm not an invis- invincible person like this body is falling apart right before my eyes kind of was all going around in my head
1: well it's the visceral nature of it too that like when you said I had an allergic reaction in the middle of the night all of us like I know you, you have, the listeners can't see this all of us nodded and said me too
3: mm-hmm. um,
1: that's something we can't all identify with snacking on fingers Speak for yourself true we can definitely like lots of people can identify with that yeah. and i don't know what it is about debridement which is the, the that process that the nurse is performing of removing that that dead skin i don't know what it is about that process well, that's your protective every, layer every every person has not just an extreme pain reaction to this but like a like a gut level, like I'm gagging. This I can't yeah. watch it. Like kind of, yeah. It's so like if it's happening to it's you,
0: it's a violation of the body envelope. Yeah, yeah. If it's
1: happening to you. It's, it's like, like it's going
0: inside like, of you. What,
1: am I, what yeah. my extended family right now? Just burned himself with antifreeze and is refusing to go to a hospital because he recently had severe burns and they were debrided and it was horrible. And he's just like, yeah. no,
3: I won't. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> It'll heal how it heals. I I can't well, there's do something it. vulnerable about that. Just literally, like I said, like, it's removing your outer shell. And it's idea... removing your squishy human armor, and they're just peeling it away with flimsy-ass twiz- uh, tweezers. It's so easy to just remove what literally holds you together. And the idea
1: of doing it uh, to yourself against your will in that way, like, she's, uh, like, uh, fuck, scratching yeah. it off. That's when I was like,
2: could it be like she's coming out of a cocoon oh, or
1: absolutely. something oh, absolutely yeah cool oh. yeah except that
0: people aren't or supposed even to have are like shedding a snake skin yes right yeah or, or yeah, external skin like, we are not supposed vomit. to do that yeah. one thing i did notice though is that when justine finds the same um i guess topical steroid whatever in her sister's mm-hmm. cabinet because she has also had yeah. that rash. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. Uh, when she like is brushing her teeth at her sister's place. And that's like our first, I didn't notice it till my second watching, but um, it's like our first foreshadowing that this might be yeah. um, a family thing. I
2: wasn't expecting yeah. that. Uh, I... Although
0: it's not, yeah, it's not, and it's not really a family thing at that point. It's just the sister thing. Their relationship to me is borderline inappropriate anyway like it's almost incestuous no it is it's not exactly no there were multiple times that i was just like
3: they're going to make out and i don't know how i feel about this like when i saw them in the party i was like that's her sister are we sure are we sure that's her sister they're real close yeah do
2: sisters shower with each other as adults
3: i mean i guess if you both just ate the same man But I don't know. I don't know. And also, that's a really different moment. Like,
1: I have been in the shower with a friend who was having a, like, really severe panic attack. Like, sat her down in the shower. Yeah.
0: That's different. At the ending shower scene, I felt different about that. I am sitting you down. I'm like,
1: I am am taking care of you. And when she's washing her off, yeah, Yeah. I was like, that's that's what this is. This is the, like, I'm taking care of you. the maternal instinct, Um, basically. Mm Mm-hmm
2: that was me and a and a guy friend or my brother i would be outside of the bathroom knocking in making sure he was okay not not inside the shower so yeah. i guess that that interpretation yeah. was a little different for me when i was Well not that, to mention that,
1: that none of us are french totally understand <laughs> so our relationship yeah. our relationship well, interpret- to our bodies and sexuality in general and what is sexual what isn't is very I uh, works at a pharmacy as soon as she saw that, I was like, girl, you are in veterinary school. You know exactly what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You surely have some idea what this mm-hmm. means. It is telling that you don't ask her about it. If you're not going to, if you're not going to yeah. be like, Hey, I just got prescribed this. What do you take it for? Which is exactly what yeah. I would do to my sister. Like, let's be real. I'd be like, girl, Hey, I was totally stupid in your cabinets. Obviously. And I um, <laughs> if you're not having that reaction to begin with, but you guys would like shower together. Yeah. You already have. Yeah. You already, well, rather that you already, there is already something about this, that you can recognize and won't admit to yourself mm-hmm. that you don't want to hear. Yeah, that's true. That she has it for the same reasons you do. And you can tell yourself it's yeah. because we're vegetarians and I know she's had meat, but you can tell yourself it's that, but, the fact that you're not asking her about it more directly right. suggests to me that...
0: And what really made me be like, this is an odd relationship, is that they pee standing up together, and then uh, the oh, sister yeah. tries to wax her.
2: Again, I wasn't sure if I was missing that interpretation because
0: <laughs> guy or... We don't do you know, that. Know
3: what the
2: normal behavior was. Is <laughs> for
0: that actually didn't seem... No, we don't.
3: The waxing was not as yeah. weird to me as, like, peeing on the roof oh. together. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. I just Daily feel like because it was all together, like, right at the same to time. To be
1: perfectly frank, I didn't feel like any of it was totally weird. I was like, this is the kind of night that, like, depending on how you guys feel in the morning, you're either going to reference constantly for the rest of your life, as so like a <laughs> right? bizarre and wild thing, or you will never speak of again.
0: That makes sense.
1: But I didn't think either of those things were so terribly weird. What I did think was weird that, was that a veterinary student thought it was appropriate to try to remove that last bit of wax paper with a pair of scissors.
2: With yeah. scissors?
1: When Justine was like, uh, no, that's yes. my pussy. I was like, girl, yes, it is. Yeah. Them hard, <laughs> And she did. Oh, she lost a finger? Good. You didn't lose a pussy. This is perfect. She did. That's right.
0: No, does it mean go and get your scissors? A, oh, my God. God.
3: And, and
1: you got a snack out of it?
3: Win,
0: win, win. <laughs> Done. Yeah. For real, that finger scene, man, I'm never gonna not w- remember that. That is just seared.
3: The finger scene didn't move me.
0: Oh, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was
3: really underwhelmed by it. I had heard, you know, other people's reactions and that people had fainted and that there were two vomit people, bags. Two well, people. And so then, like, I watched, I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. And I'm like, I've really seen gorier things that have made my stomach churn. I'm not feeling, I'm obviously like, I'm not scared by it. I'm not even particularly uncomfortable. The music kind of made me jittery. It has like a harpsichord about, or something, yeah.
1: which is jarring. I harpsichord. Oh,
3: man. But the actual act of like, if I were to watch it on mute, like on silent, I don't think I would have been phased. But that's not a thing that really creeps me out. So I guess that's not my... I wore Achilles tendon. <laughs> it's funny because of the eating people.
2: <laughs> I I thought it was going to get worse from that finger point, but then when it didn't, that's when I got underwhelmed a little bit. When they when they tied in the oh the yeah. sister does the same thing, I was kind of let down because I thought this was only going to be like her oh, her I own loved journey, it. and then. When she got somebody to walk on, she the didn't feel like
3: the loner her. anymore. She wasn't no, alone, so it's not as
1: scary. That's, that's a trope in monster movies. Yeah, it's yeah. the werewolf that came before you, the vampire mm-hmm. that came before you, it's the monster that came before you and teaches you how to be the monster, the best monster you mm-hmm.
2: can be. I thought this was going to break the cycle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was worse? To me, or maybe not worse, but, like, as far as gore goes, the bite out of Justine's cheek. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's exactly what it looks like when you, like, tear off a scab too early. Where it's, like, a little deep. Mm-hmm. It's like, you should have put more stuff on it or, like, not messed with it or whatever. That was um, that, and then there's another part, too, but that one in particular that I was like, whoa. that's upsetting. And, oh, when she wakes up next to... um her roommate and it's like the bandage is messed up. That was to me also, I was like, "Mm -hmm." at
2: the, that was at the end. Yeah.
3: Towards
0: the end. Is that the one where she woke
3: up next to him and he is missing his leg
0: Yeah, and has
3: the ski hook in his spine. Mm -hmm. That one was, I think the grossest moment for me out of all of like the cannibally parts, which part, but in when she he didn't respond and she like reached under the blankets because he wasn't like responding. And she was just like, Oh God. Yeah. Cause he had half of his femur and like thigh was missing, but she was expecting him. And like, she pushed his body and then like all the blood poured from his mouth. Yeah. And then she gets up. Cause she's like, I, I couldn't have killed you. Like, why didn't you fight back? Why didn't you hit me? She knew that it couldn't have been her that did it. And she sees the ski pole wedged in the to I
1: think we should, I, I want to circle back to that um the why didn't you fight back for that like what is scary mm-hmm. about cannibalism thing cuz that was the moment for me where i was yeah. like yeah. oh cannibalism means a different thing for women than it does for men and when it's women making the movie and women telling the story mm-hmm. the scariest thing you could possibly do is totally different i had i think i had a lot of feelings About Adrian that I didn't even put in the outline, but in so many ways he's kind of our our navigator, right? Like he's the guy going ahead of us in the snowshoes. He's our spirit guide, and that he is figuring this out too. He's experiencing this, actually Mm -hmm. experiencing this. He he breaks his biggest taboo in the course of this movie as well, Mm -hmm. and it's the kind of thing that most
3: folks.
0: Yeah, can we talk about their sex scene? Yeah,
3: because she kept trying to like eat chunks out of his body. He kept like swatting her like, no, this is getting too kinky.
0: This is after the party where she does bite that piece out of that guy's mm-hmm. lip.
3: Yeah. And then she bites,
1: she finally gets what she needs by biting her own mm-hmm. arm. Mm-hmm. That was intense. Yeah.
0: I was watching it like, this is what, whoa, this is what, what is. I just, I couldn't really process like my, and I still can't obviously, um, thoughts about, what I was seeing happening. It makes it makes sense, though, for it to happen like that, even though apparently it's, like, her first interaction. Um, it is not the way I don't think that most people have sex when they have sex for the first time. But she's not really equating it with sex. It's more of, like, that... Uh, it's more cannibalism yeah. than sex.
2: She was more rough than the yeah. first time yeah. would be, I guess
0: well yeah because and he kept telling her stop yeah
1: this is stop. this is how you get the intimacy yeah. this is how you get close enough to someone to
2: do it what was right? the first thing she said mm-hmm. to initiate it was it like it's really bad or something mm-hmm.
1: yeah which also like if i have not come out of my room at four or five in the morning to some dude sleeping on my couch and said the day, same damn thing <laughs> <laughs> then paint me blue and slap me in a closet
0: <laughs> <laughs> terrence made a really good segue um The human versus animal behavior, that scene kind of works. Yeah, it
3: does. It's super animalistic. And I think there were definitely a lot of ties kind of in like human behavior versus animal behavior. Is it really that different? Are we really as delineated as species as we like to think? And like what actually separates us? And so, you know, of course, I was talking to Mary Kay about it when I had knew about this movie, but when she was like, let's do Raw, I wasn't putting this together with like what I had heard before. So I just looked up the description. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not gonna, not gonna watch this. I'm gonna just Google it and make notes off of Google and pretend I watched it because it sounded like it was going to be like... Girl, same (laughs) thoughts. I assumed...
1: My bio says that I am a big, dumb baby. This
0: is a horror movie podcast. I need you guys to get on board.
3: I'm okay with horror movies, but we know I'm okay with horror movies. What I am not comfortable watching, which obviously, like, it was a joke. I wasn't going to just Google it. I'm obviously going to watch it. I don't mind being scared. The whole reason I like horror movies is because they make
0: people <laughs> That's the point, yeah.
3: I know you do. I like to kind of be pushed out of my comfort zone, but I assumed just from, like, the description that this was going to be, like, overflowing with, like, animal cruelty, and you kept, like, reassuring me that they weren't, but I mean, there's still parts of it that, like, I covered my eyes, and Andrew was just like, okay, it's done now, because my idea of, like, animal cruelty and things that bother me is, I'm assuming, very different than all three of yours, I get her to an extent. You know, I am a vegan. I don't do meat. Her double fisting raw chicken breast made me want to vomit. Yeah, that that can can kill you.
1: Mm -mm. I actually ate steak tartare the night before I watched this. We actually made it in my home. It was delectable. (laughs) I'll have you know we did a great job. But uh, chicken can kill you. Pork can kill you. Like There's a reason you eat steak raw and not the other stuff.
3: And that's why it has to be chicken,
1: because it's that, like... But, uh, like, even oh. if
3: she was double fisting cooked chicken breast... mm Even if it was a, ch- a cooked chicken breast, it would still make my skin crawl away. She was like... America was like, no, it's fine. There's no animal cruelty. There's like, not. There's just some cut-up dogs on a dissection table. And I'm like, mm-mm. That's not...
0: Well, they're not harming the animals. That's I mean, I but meant. it's
3: still against, like, my definition of what is ethically okay. And I think this made me further question like what is the line between human behavior and like animalistic behavior because even though she is very clearly acting like two things on that first of all that's definitely her sister's dog right i thought it was family dog there was a family dog in the beginning but that makes my dog was her sister. sister's dog the one that got put down which so, i also cried about um spoiler alert yeah
0: yeah, also,
1: you know, I, I obviously a pets person, I have, I have, do- I grew up with dogs and cats. I have a dog and a cat. Um, and yet when it came time in the course of my education for me to dissect a cat, I didn't just do it. It was fascinating. There was actually something like beautiful about mm-hmm. it. The like mystery of the body. I, I expected myself to have a really hard time with it. I expected myself to struggle. Yeah. We named her Jackie O because she was the only one in the class that didn't have fleas. Very classy. Um, we named the kittens Peter, Paul, and Mary. But that's the thing. Like, we named them, and it still wasn't weird to like be coming in and like checking on Jackie and like, all right, today's the day we look at Jackie's liver. Like, it, was, it was such a bizarre relationship. And of course, like making the jokes and the funny names and everything is a distancing behavior so you could do this. I was just, I was just amazed, exactly, by how many coping me- mechanisms I could suddenly come up with. To be slicing up a cat that looked exactly like mine at home.
3: I dissected the cat, and I did it, obviously. I had a horribly difficult time doing it. I was not okay with it. When I got into college, and I had to take, like, anatomy for my major and things like that, we dissected different cadavers. I was fascinated and totally okay with dissecting a dead human, because they could sign a consent form and say that they could. And, like, I know... Not everyone obviously thinks the same that I do in this, but like the cat could not consent to being dissected when they were dead. So it rubbed me the wrong way. And there's just something about, I don't know. It's, it felt different to me. And like I had a name tag and like a description tag for my dead cadaver. I knew his name. I knew where he was from. I knew his age. I knew how he died. And yet you knew that this is where he wanted to be right now. Yeah. He signed off and said, when I die, I want my body to go to science. And I want it to be done in this way. So... I felt okay digging around in him and learning and being curious and exploring it. I did not o- feel okay poking a cat's spleen. Does this
2: movie do this for us? Like where we're, we feel bad about the animals but don't really have...
1: Um, Terrence, are you one of those monsters who doesn't lose his mind in a war movie when a horse gets shot?
2: I get... I've I become... <laughs> well, horses freak me out to begin with. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Horses are scary. They're so powerful. Oh, yeah, I, I,
2: I. Ever since I saw the Brothers Grimm and saw that horse eat that girl, you're done with horses. Horses like, are
1: huge and. Yeah.
2: But I'll be sad if it. got... Yeah,
1: like it's they're before. okay. First, I have I I have what I like to call a respectful fear of horses because they have a code, right? Like they, like they have like a.
0: Yeah. yeah, you fear them out of respect, like the ocean. Exactly.
1: Like <laughs> this thing can kill me. It's it has a language. I just don't speak it. Until I learn it, it can kick me to death
3: by accident. (laughs) Yeah. It's important for me to mention that, like, just because I was less comfortable watching any of the animal things, or that's typically, like, what makes me uncomfortable, that does not mean that I'm not made uncomfortable by human death in movies, but I think that they are much more, I guess, like, fictionalized feeling, like... When I watch a murder in a movie, I obviously know that murders happen in real life, but I know that this is like a fake depiction of something. I don't, there's something that feels much more real about animal things to me, but I also get very emotionally involved and upset when I hear like actual news stories involving real people. So I don't know what the difference is in Mary Kay and I briefly kind of talked about that, like just barely like tipped the little tip of the iceberg there. When we were just the tip, just the tip. When we were... It's
0: never just the tip. Yes, never. Come on. <laughs> Guessed got
3: reactions. And that I'm not sure what the difference between or why certain things make us uncomfortable in horror movies and why certain things don't. I don't know. So if any of you listeners have a really cool answer to why people getting sawed in half doesn't make us super horrified. Let me know.
0: It does make me super horrified. The animal stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, I don't wish them ill. I don't want to watch them get tortured. But, like, that, when they were sedating the horse, when they were dissecting the dog, when they were doing all of that stuff, I was like, yes, veterinarian school, that's what you're here to do. So get in there. I did have a
1: slightly different relationship to the animal stuff in this movie for that specific reason. I was like, of course none of them are going to be freaked out about these things, like, this is what they do.
3: All I just day. meant as in animals and humans in general, not just with this movie. Like, if a dog got sawed in half with a chainsaw versus if a human got sawed in half with a chainsaw, the general population has a bigger reaction for one over the other. I don't
1: know if that's true. I'd be really curious to know because I speak, I feel like so many people I speak to are like, Oh, I'm so desensitized to people. But if I see animals get hurt, I'm so upset. And yeah, you know, they're there have been great lengths taken to make sure that animals are not actually harmed they have to show a disclaimer at the end of every movie
0: saying yes. that
1: no animals were harmed even if you didn't even notice they used an animal like I, I
3: i would be curious to know if you could just somehow magically poll everybody we can you watch i'm gonna make a poll which which death in a horror movie bothers you more do it speaking of bones bones from dogs bones as in boning no i definitely think it is that was a good segue. Yeah. I love that segue.
0: Thank you. Um, I think it's one of those things where it is what it is, and then it is also something else, as in many things can be true. Yeah. Like, it is about cannibalism and and, Ju- and Justine and Alex actually awakening something in themselves in this, like, puberty stage that makes them want to eat human flesh – um and coming to terms with that and figuring out how you can do that without actually hurting any other humans which Justine seems to be doing okay at well, she at least not great she wants not great to. but she's trying yeah and Alex is like i'm going to make this car crash so i don't have to actually kill them and then i can still eat their brain i did this for you don't you want some like that's next level fucked up so i think that that's That is what it is. And then it also can't not be sexuality because of the consumption. And um, because they both have crushes on a guy who's unattainable for them. And uh, Justine gets jealous of Alex when Alex is playing video video games with him. She's like, you need to back off. And then Alex is like, I thought he was gay.
1: I usually have, and I struggle with this until they gave um, Adrian the space to actually say it. I'm yeah. so tired. I'm so angry about the narrative of the queer person being turned.
0: Yeah. And I was I like, like that I
1: am going to blow this shit up. What is happening? And then he says it. And I was like, there yeah. it is. There it is. This for him is, this is the it's thing an identity crisis. Yeah. This is the violation of everything he has worked. And, and it, it is work. It is sacrifice. It is hurt to himself. It is hurt to other people. Yeah. To live his truth, it shouldn't be. It is, and he violates it completely for this experiment. And it's not even entirely an experiment on behalf of himself. No. It's an experiment that. Well, I guess I could go for it. And it is clearly a big deal for her. And he stays engaged even after she is clearly trying to eat him. He keeps. He just keeps swatting her away, but they don't stop. Right. So, I yeah that that just meant a lot to me, and that was that was a really. That was a powerful moment for me of also identifying the cannibalism Mm -hmm. and sexuality that the taboo and the sexuality are not, it's not
0: possible to separate.
2: Do you think he, uh, you remember the scene at the gas station with that trucker?
0: Yeah, what's that about? I don't understand that Um, scene. I, I,
2: I could see that was kind of playing with the humans versus animals thing, but I felt like there was something... With his with um his identity as well.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't know. That made me really uncomfortable, too. For me, that's set up that he's not indiscriminate, right? That he, he may, like, he may have random hookups.
1: Like, she may walk in on him with a random dude. But when he chooses to be with Justine, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing. That he has the option to do bizarre and gross and, and completely outside of his, his interest or, or, or needs. Yeah. He doesn't engage. Not only does he not engage, it disgusts him. That makes sense. There's something different and special about this.
3: Mm -hmm. And again, it's a taboo, taboo, right? And which ones do we, which do we, where do we indulge? What do we break? What do we not? I made the most beautiful pun in my notes. And Mary Kay is not a pun person. So I'm going to share it with you guys because it ties into this.
0: Uh, I added it. Oh, yeah. I added to it. I did. To it. But
3: when I told you, I was like, get pumped for my notes. There's okay. a pun. And you're like, maybe Mary will appreciate it because I'm not a pun person. And I was like, all right. So I put in that she comes in as a virgin vegetarian. And then Mary Kay added veterinarian. So she comes in as a virgin vegetarian veterinarian. A veterinarian, If you will. And then, like, she comes out the exact opposite. What would the
0: opposite? What would the
3: opposite a cannibal? <laughs>
0: Nailed it. So about cannibalism. Hmm. Um. That's. I mean, just in general, like that's like taboo across culture. Not every culture, but like most cultures. Yeah.
1: My ancestors ate Giovanni de Verrazano.
0: Who is that, and why? He
1: was an explorer. And um because he came to the wrong part of the West Indies and so they did.
0: Okay.
3: He was fucking around in the wrong neighborhood.
0: Isn't it usually like a conquest or ritualistic in nature?
3: Yes, it's like I
0: it's not like let's kill this pig and eat it. No, no no it's no. No. Like, no, it's not it's not for yeah. food
3: or fun. It's a there has yeah, it's a ritual. It's and, a ritual. It's yeah, ceremonious.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that, like, that's how it is usually, from what I know, which is almost nothing, um, <laughs> in life. But in this movie, it's not like that. It's just, like, an urge that they have. Yeah. That wakes up when they become women.
3: Well, it didn't come in for her until she ate meat.
0: I guess. And then it, like, boobs. Like, you don't really have boobs when you're a kid, but they're going to grow. Good. Like, they're going to be there.
3: Oh, they will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Not married. laughs> they're gonna be around you guys they're gonna you're gonna come in
3: it didn't happen for any of them until they <laughs> ate meat and we learn that at the end when the, your dad the dad is just like yeah. look at this and it's just like unbridled dual lust for flesh slash cannibalism that is the first time they taste meat they want more which i mean yeah that's definitely tied straight up in to sexuality and kind of being a woman in general like be hungry but not too hungry lest you become a monster so it was hereditary but only to the women and it's kind of like with guys if a guy has 18 hookups in a week he is He's cool. He's a dude. But when a girl has 1,800 hookups, like, now she's a whore.
0: So it's like this. Wait,
1: hold on. Did you say the guy had 18 in a week and the girl had 1,800?
0: Oh. That is really different.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is vastly different. I thought I used the same number. That was a great catch. 18 across the board. Um, Which is still a pretty dramatic number. 18 is a lot. They're just metaphorical numbers. Damn it, Mary. They're both...
1: Not healthily, probably.
3: Well, like, I don't
0: know. Okay, so if this, like we we're talking about, it just wakes up in them um, when they hit some sort of like sexual awakening. There are other things about it, about this movie, that made me think that this movie is what does what the craft tried to do and failed at. It was just a series of cascading failures. Yeah maybe it's not maybe the cannibalism is not just a symbol for sexuality but female sexuality because it does only happen to the women in the family there aren't any men that it could have been passed to that mm-hmm. we know of but this is supposed to be a coming of age tale for two sisters and in it we have such such feminine aspects that are um applied to them like uh she eats her hair which is a nervous habit that the girls with long hair get and then we we see her purging the hairball in the bathroom and when she uh, which lasts for fucking ever by the way like it just never stops coming it's like a magician's scarf coming out of her That was throat. pretty
3: gross too. That was rough too. Yeah. I, was I like,
0: don't know.
1: Girl, what's That's
0: almost grosser than eating the finger chicken wing style.
3: It is grosser. It just is. It just does. Um, it is.
0: Yeah, well, but then when she comes out of the bathroom, another girl is like, if you use two fingers, it's easier. And so they're like bonding over bulimia, which is a problem. And then Justine kind of looks at her like, I'm not doing that to myself. Like you can see it in her eyes. Like, that's not what I'm doing. And then also like realizing like, no, what I did was a little bit grosser. Like maybe not habitual, uh, like habitually harming myself, but Um, also maybe also megan megan speaks french listeners if you guys didn't know what is that graffiti between them so fancy she's
1: so much fancier than
0: me yeah i can say some bad words in arabic and end of list i was learning how to speak spanish because this guy I was dating his family would only speak spanish in front of me and I was learning to speak it, and then we broke up. And I was like, "Fuck this language." I know, so I don't speak Very minimal Spanish for English.
3: And I can sign, but I speak beautiful French. And the graffiti on the wall in that bathroom yes. scene, right in the middle, says "Pay the Sha," which literally means "Pay your pussy." Yeah, the little heart vagina. <laughs>
0: Gross. Wait, Terrence, do you speak French too?
2: I took Spanish my whole life. Oh, but you I just can't. know.
0: Can't no, a conversation. there was the
3: literal heart that had like all the bits of a vagina oh, no. on the wall, and it's then like the deathly yeah. house. Yes, <laughs> and then it had an arrow pointing to it that said "Pay to sha. <laughs> so it's like pay your pussy. In case you yeah, don't know like- what that looks like, you're gonna have these parts. So like, this is the heart. Is like there, like
1: the like the cape of invisibility. Yep. And then the, the clitoris is the elder wand. The
3: vulva. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And the vulva is like it's the, the, the circle. Um, mm-hmm. The stone, the philosopher. Or maybe the, maybe the clitoris is the philosopher's stone.
0: Hey. It keeps you young forever. It lets you turn lead into gold.
1: <laughs> this is the thing I brought up earlier, and that, you know, feel free to chop out from earlier. Um, but that I, I've, I've read so many times over the years. That the reason we find cannibalism so terrifying is that if you would eat human flesh, why wouldn't you eat yourself, right? Like, the, mm-hmm. the idea of eventually consuming oh, oneself. God. Interesting. Except that, yeah, but yeah that, that, whether we re- identify it or not, yeah. that that's the root of this. Except that in this movie, the one time she bites herself, it's satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's upsetting is that she, what, what drives so many of her choices is that she keeps wanting to bite eat, kill people that she cares about. Mm -hmm. That if any, that that moment between her and Alex when they visit her at the lockup, Alex kisses the bite. Yeah. The fact that that's when they kind of like de-escalate and can be separated is when they are biting each other Mm -hmm. and realize and get that moment of like, oh, thank God I needed this. Mm -hmm. So this is another cannibal, right? Like, Hypothetically, this ends in both of them just like, eating each other till they're dead.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's—it's still human flesh. Like it still satisfies the need, and it really made me wonder whether we're now that we get to see a story that's been told a million times through the lens of, of a woman making a film about women. Mm-hmm. Whether we're seeing a deeply internalized horror that's always been there and never been addressed—that. For women, the fear is not that we would eat ourselves. It's that we would eat people we care about. Yeah. Um, and is that actually different for men and women? That I mean, that's something that I reacted to, and that's something that I felt like I kept seeing. Like yeah. in vampire movies, we, we we talk about this, right? Like you, you, well, you bite and you turn the person you care about. Oh, God, is that a terrible thing to have done to them? Or seem to break down the same way.
0: <laughs> um, I think traditionally maybe it doesn't break down the same way but I mean for men and women is what I was trying to say it doesn't break down the same way for men and women but I don't know that that should be the case but yeah based on what you were talking about earlier where she's like "What, trying to wake him up like why didn't you stop me why didn't you fight me mm-hmm. off or whatever uh, because he, he could have easily right like if Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. way stronger uh, than maybe her. Maybe like, before no, he
3: had a ski pole in his spine.
0: Well, that's the thing, yeah. right? Is that she didn't do it. And then you see her see herself yeah. in the mirror. And then she has no... There's no blood on her. I mean, there is on her hand and then on her cheek, but not like... For, not from
2: her. So Where so she, she didn't eat leg even. either then. So...
0: It yeah. Was,
2: it was like... Elect- yeah, her sister ate the leg yeah. too, right? Okay. And
3: that...
1: Seeing how upset she was gonna bite him, she was gonna bite the shit out of him, she was just gonna rip his shoulders off.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't gonna kill him.
1: Yeah, exactly. There there's a line that like she wanted to bite him, mm-hmm. but she also wanted it to not stop. To the point that if he shoot her off enough, she just bit her own arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she ate her own flesh instead of losing this intimacy with him. And then she wakes up with him and she's so visibly like happy to realize that she is waking up in the bed with him. Mm-hmm. And then This is how it turns out. And that is her reaction. Not like, damn it, girl, you didn't save some for me. But assuming she did it herself, and then also assuming that somehow he must have let her, or how could she possibly have accomplished this? Like, there's so much, there's so many questions about, like, agency and choice making. Yeah, know, really. Whoa, 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 the assumptions you've made, and then how you're you're responding to them. She she was on a roller
3: coaster right then. For
0: sure. So we, we talked a little bit earlier about how the cannibalism is hereditary, mm-hmm. but it, it only occurs in the women in the family that we know of uh, because the at the very end, um, her father unbuttons his shirt, like not even that much, like a little, and then she sees all of like bite scars and uh, marks from where her mother has apparently eaten parts of him, and he's like, you'll find your solution. And then we... Roll to credits, and then that crazy music comes back mm-hmm. um, but like uh what why
2: were you satisfied with that ending?
0: I liked it, but I don't know were were you nope
2: that was i was I was kind of let down yep it was like it felt like it was something thrown in there to come up just come up with a solution i don't I yeah. like there wasn't like a deeper meaning to it like there should have been maybe I totally would like that
3: ending a lot more if there was at least 30 minutes more story time in between I agree that the last 20-30 so I, I to, to make sure
1: I could get through this properly right I just like read up on it beforehand I was like I don't care if I get spoilers I, I want to be able to like see and appreciate what's happening yeah yeah so, I knew the events of the story. And when I'm an hour in, and the last, like, 17 events from the synopsis haven't happened, I'm like, "Oh, um, this is only an hour and a half long. What's going on?
0: Mm. I agree
1: that the last 20, 30 minutes of the movie are kind of like the end of a dryer cycle, where now everything's yeah. light and fluffy and, like, running around, and those sneakers are just bouncing everywhere. <laughs> At the same time... <laughs> such an awesome metaphor. <laughs> At the same time, the actual, that moment, that reveal that their mother is a part of this too that it must be hereditary and that the solution for their mother was a willing sexual partner. And I was like, there you go. Just locks it right I'll down. Do it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also when he says you'll find your solution, he doesn't say you'll find a person. He doesn't say you'll find a man. He doesn't say you'll find a partner. Mm-mm. He says, you'll find a solution. And he also says that Alex has always been herself since she was a child which suggests to me that he doesn't think that this is the only solution as much mm-hmm. as we've been contending with with cannibalism and sexuality maybe her dad doesn't believe that or maybe her dad is aware of alternatives maybe he just hopes there are but he doesn't
2: what is herself like murder causing car accidents
1: i understood that to mean that they have known that she is a cannibal as she's well, a cannibal, cannibal she's a, for a while. child just- mm-hmm.
2: Then we took and her. He just never spoke about it.
1: Well, he said we took her, ever... she was our little princess, we took her everywhere. She's always felt more comfortable being herself. And I was like, oh, oh. So that's like, you know, okay, so my sister did this embarrassingly late into her life, but like the kids biting each other. I was like, does she just like have a normal like kid like bite and then be like, oh, yes. <sighs> uh, daycare just like became pandemonium.
3: I hope so. I hope that's what happened
1: that that's how i read that i'd be curious if you guys read it differently i'm curious to know what you guys thought but i i read it as they have known since she was a child that she inherited this
3: i got the same that that was my same
0: way too i don't think i connected it as well as you did but that makes perfect sense to me and then
1: the the jump that you'll find a solution and this was mom's but apparently it wasn't alex's if they've known that alex is a cannibal all this time they may well have known about the car accident they yeah. know she's been finding some way to manage it and get through veter- veterinary school and all this
2: stuff. So. Who was that who caused the car accident at the beginning of the
3: film? Alex, right? That was Alex. Yeah, that was like the, I the so, yeah. foreshadowing of that whole wreck. That was when she jumped in front it, of the car with her when sister. I
0: first saw it, I thought it was... And that's why she wasn't there to pick Justine up.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. Cause she, was, she was having
0: a snack. So, what is the point of this movie? To give Mary palpitations the, for of, the entire
1: week before she watches it.
2: The point of every horror movie I feel like is don't have sex. <laughs>
3: that's not wrong though.
2: And I think that's what the message was behind this one too.
3: Heard it loud and clear.
1: Don't have sex or, or you can you will never die. be vegan
3: again. Vegans don't have sex is what I got. Yeah, I partake in both of those things and I'm doing just fine. <laughs>
1: I only know what this horror movie told me. Also, I eat plenty of steak and my sex life is real sad, so, you know. See? The media <laughs> feeding Would us unrealistic like mes- messages
0: about womanhood again. So, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we do the closer? we're almost there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is going to be great. Super, segment.
3: super brief. Came to be because the director accidentally watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre when she was super young they she was staying somewhere else, she was either like in a hotel or anything never like thought about it again until she was much older and watching it for real, and she was like, "I remember all of this, like I don't remember it, but I remember it, so I was curious because I did kind of take the ending the same way, but I was wondering if they knew that Alex was a cannibal, and they kind of repressed it down and they found a solution that might have worked temporarily. Until she went through that hazing in college, and she was just like, oh, I remember this time. I remember this. This is who I am. And they kept Ooh, seeing her cool. trying to go, s- so that's kind of how I took it. She was, she was presumably vegetarian at home because yeah, uh, Justine didn't know she never had meat. Probably tied yeah. in with the director herself having her first experience with the genre of horror it was with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, ironically, and that this whole idea of repressed memories and having something horrific happen at a young age kind of and having this weird experience and suppressing it and then one day being like oh this makes sense for the several of us in this conversation who have worked in
1: social services and mental health yes that Mm -hmm. is actually what we like that's a real thing if you if you introduce me to a kid who's making my life a real thing it's just for me it's just like okay well it's just a matter of time we build a relationship and then i'm going to figure out What's making your brain hell? And it happened 10, 15 years
3: ago, and th- th- then, then we can start doing the work. Why did she make out with herself in that mirror?
0: I thought it was like a Patrick Bateman exactly. sort of hype music type thing. Where no, I saw a was, Buffalo oh, Bill type thing. She was like, "Could you don't fuck see me?" <laughs> <live listen." laughs> that way it made me really it's
1: uncomfortable. Not
0: no, not at all. <laughs> but when she had her headphones on and she was dancing, I was okay. like, what is this woman doing? Like, what is this bitch doing? Why is she moving like that? Is she possessed? And then it turns around to her face and she has headphones in. And I was like, this is how French people dance.
1: <laughs> Do you not think that, like, oh Patrick Bateman would look so at Buffalo weird. Bill? And vice versa. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's your hype-up thing. Well, probably. Gun, 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 Sorry. Right?
3: It's okay. guy? <laughs> uh, look how wild that I thought you were going to keep dancing. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, she looked literally. in that mirror also, and saw a damn snack. I read that
0: literally <laughs> and figuratively. Over there
3: looking
2: like a snack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also read that a little bit as like an Arrested Development thing, right? Like she's so naive when she gets to school. Like she's never done the make out with mm. your, with your mirror or your pillow or whatever. Did I did before. not do
3: that. Is that a thing people really do? Say I've, I've made
2: out with my pillow
1: before.
3: I think it's normal. Oh I my just haven't done it. <laughs> so it's all Williams. You're fine. So it's all Williams. You're fine. I, I mean, come oh on. My that
1: is God. a, tr- that is a coming of age trope, right? Make out with a pillow or a mirror or like make out with some, with like a, like a same sex friend at a, at a slumber party or whatever, like practicing.
3: I mean, no, it is. Yes.
1: Except she's the only one there. Because she eats people. It's terrifying. It's what
0: all girls do at slumber yeah.
2: parties. She almost had a friend, though. That's true. The girl in the bathroom. was Look, a if the
0: whole world was drunk girls in bathrooms, we would be a peaceful people. All girls.
1: Here's the thing, though. All girls in all bathrooms, after several drinks, are all trying to be your You're friend. Right.
0: Oh my gosh, you look amazing. <laughs> you look so great. I love your shoes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone will just be like singing Rihanna to each other and like complimenting each other's torque and Exactly, eye You're right. Are those jellies? Oh my god.
3: Offering yeah, to share snacks exactly. they have in the bottom of their purse.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the closer.
3: Alright, Terrence, now you have to chime in on what you would say to a cannibal vomiting up a hairball if you were a drunk girl in a bathroom.
2: <laughs> Did it taste better going in or I, out?
3: you like How that? dare you? <laughs> it's the First
2: thing that popped into my head.
0: megan what was yours
3: i don't know i usually ask people where they get cute items of clothing but if she just vomited up hair i'd probably offered her a snack i've been in that situation before not with hair just with regular vomit A burrito (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not giving her meat that look no even if i ate meat that causes problems It causes problems.
0: Mary has a burrito in her purse. That's when I knew we were gonna be friends forever. (laughs) Both of those things are Are you hungry? I have a burrito in my purse. Um, I have a bag of wine in my purse. Wow. (laughs) Best friends.
3: (laughs) Are you gonna take a bite out of my cheekbone and then try to lick it?
1: I feel like I would tell her, girl, Alka-Seltzer.
3: It's changed my life.
1: My (laughs) thirties have been so much better Since I discovered...
0: If I saw her in the bathroom, I would say, your hair looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, up next on Everything Trying to Kill You, we have Pan's Labyrinth, 2006, by Guillermo del Toro. You can rent that movie on Amazon if you haven't seen it. And we actually have one of my former students, Caitlin, as our lovely guest next time, which is exciting. Um, and thank you again.
2: Thanks for having
0: me. Y'all check out his work. We are going to post it a lot on the social media and our lineup through the summer is also on our website now. So you can watch that with us. And if, while you watch any of these movies, you have like favorite lines or favorite like memes or whatever that you can't not think of, uh, send them to us because we love that. We love getting that kind of feedback. And um, if you're listening to our podcast, if you made it this far, all the way to the very end, if you went down with the ship and you haven't subscribed to us yet, please do that. And after you do that, rate and review and subscribe to us and then follow us on all our social media and then tell two friends about us so y'all will have something to talk about when you inevitably get dragged out to an overpriced brunch.
3: And drink too many mimosas and end up drunk in a bathroom.
0: And then you have four things to choose from, or you can make You're your right. own and then tell us about it. <laughs> <We'll> talk <laughs> to you guys in a couple of weeks.